Awesome. I think I'm on. Hi, everybody. Okay. So my name is Jennifer Martinez, and this is my channel, Open to the Universe, QHHT, which is Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. Um, today is awesome. My friend, who I've given a session to a couple of times, um, is joining us today here in about a few minutes. Um, I'm uh, pretty excited about this one. I'm going to talk about um, his experience and also just extraterrestrial, their arrival. Um, so I'm really excited. So I'll wait a few minutes, let you guys all get on. Um, yeah. So just one second to get some music on here. That's what I would like to do. Oh, I got it. It is my... Reiki. I'm also a practitioner for Reiki, and that is my Reiki music. So I am a level two practitioner for QHHT. I've done about 35 people now, um, Noah being one of them. And um, if you'd like to check my page out and have a session, you can go to jennifermartinezqhht.com um, as well as you can go to the official page and find a practitioner in your area. Um, and that would be qhhtofficial.com and find one in your area. You have to have a professional practitioner for this particular technique, which is such an amazing experience. It really does open you to the universe. So I'm so excited about this. So we're just kind of just beginning. I'm just getting everything in order. Um, I just figured I'd jump on here at the beginning and just talk a little bit about um, QQ or QHHT, sorry about that, um, and just what a blessing it really is in my life. I love being a practitioner for it. Eventually my goal is to open up a holistic center where people can come and choose any form of self-healing technique, so Reiki, acupuncture, um, and then this technique, quantum healing hypnosis uh, technique, and really just get some self-healing. So, um, it's amazing. Just finishing up on a few things, just starting out. Okay, cool.
so excited. Noah will be joining us here in just a few minutes. Um, I had this uh, set up for us to just go right on. So just enjoying a few minutes of quietness, but here I am. I'm right here, ready to do this. Feeling fully present. It feels so great. I'm so thankful. I'm really putting action into my thoughts and my feelings and learning that technique. Having the thoughts, having the emotion, and then putting it into action. So, um, thanks for joining us. Hi. So I'm so excited. I'm having my friend join us today. I did a session on him two times. Um, so it'll be really cool when he gets on. He's trying to get on right now. Uh, we are going to be talking about his experience as well as extraterrestrial. Because um, it's cool. <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah. so being a practitioner of QHHT, yeah, yeah, so as being a practitioner for this, um, I just have my mind open so much to the universe and it's just incredible knowing there's so much more out there. Um, it gets me excited, I don't know, I'm just one of those kind of people that always want to know more, like I don't put a put myself in a box so I just get really excited about talking about anything you know sure what you meant by that hmm Interesting. Very interesting. Yep, now I'll be on here in a few minutes here, anytime now. <laughs> as soon as I get notification, I'll welcome him in. Today is a beautiful day, so I'm here in Yellowstone National Park. It's incredible. It's beautiful. Mountains everywhere. Um, it's just really a beautiful day today. I'm not sure why Podbean can make it difficult for people. I don't get that. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Noah? Hey. Hello. You made it. Yes, I did. Can you hear me all right? <laughs> I can. I've never done it. I've never 
had a guest on my podcast. <laughs> so this is really cool. So thank you for joining me. I kind of just got on here a little minute ago, just pretty much talked about um, you coming in and um, talking to us a little bit first, just telling us a little bit about yourself. Um, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Well, I'd be happy to. My name is Noah. I'm originally from the state of California, moved to Montana in my youth. I have <clears throat> had an interest in the esoteric going on for about four years now, and I've been studying a lot more interesting material than I ever had in my life before this. Wow, that's cool. That's very awesome. Um, when you had your session, how do you feel like it, um, did it give you like growth afterwards or did it not do much or what, what was your like experience with, um, the session I gave you? I would say it had a very positive impact on my life, both the first and the second session. The first session opened me up to new heights of emotion that I hadn't gotten the opportunity to experience in my waking world. I felt things that I hadn't ever felt quite as tangibly before, and that was very enlightening to me. In the second session, it helped me come to a better understanding of the own inner workings of my mind, the ability to really know myself. That's so cool. Definitely. Do you kind of remember um, what you saw? when you were under or was it like completely like a dream where you've forgotten I remember standout bits and pieces <laughs> I remember the fact that when it was undergoing it was a very vivid experience with imagery flashing kind of in my mind's eye and a level of detail I normally can't get to manifest when just trying to think about something for example if you were to try to think of an apple the image that would appear in your head would normally be quite simple depending on how good you are at making these images. But when I was under the trance, I much more felt like the images were to a level of lucid clear they'd never been before. Right. Wow. That's, am that's amazing. It's amazing what kind of experience we really have when we go under um, and what it does to us. Definitely. Very much so. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so I kind of like went in from the session. Did you feel like you saw anything extraordinary that that is like in like most people would just they can't believe it? Like do you think you saw anything like that under while you were under? I did in two very polarizing regards. In one sense, I had a vision of a time when I was like this godlike being, this powerful entity. And that's not an experience that many people get to play with outside of their fantasies. And one could certainly argue this was indeed within my fantasies, but not with that level of detail, that vividness, a plotline completely out of my mind's control, something being shown to me. But at the same time, in an earlier vision, I recalled a life where I was a poor man 
who stepped in a bucket of tar and fell off his roof to his death. So it was both something that brings you up, but I also got a small dash of humility from it, being convinced pretty firmly that at one point in my reincarnation cycle I died via foot to tar. Wow. Wow. How does that make you feel like now, like in your normal conscious self, like looking at that? Like, what does that make you feel like? On one hand, I feel a bit closer to humanity as a whole because of the humbling experience. Like, it's kind of one of those things where you realize you're not on a pedestal, you're not above people. You are just one of the masses for the most part, and though you might have defining characteristics that set you apart, on some level you're common with humanity. And sometimes that involves the humility and humiliation of being such. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. I lately have been visited by uh, extraterrestrial, honestly, in my dreams. And when I'm like doing stuff and I'm by myself, like lots of things have been happening. And I've probably had on myself about six or seven sessions um, from just practicing with my colleagues. And um, it, the more you do it, the more you feel open. Like you can then not see a veil. There's like, you can see everything. Do you feel like as you went into the second one, it like lifted it that much more for your like daily life? Do you notice that? I would have to be honest and say that would be hard for me to figure out because the second one contained a very good moral lesson for me. And that moral lesson was so impactful to my life at the time that if just doing the session in and of itself, seeing the imagery did improve over the next one, I wouldn't really be able to tell because the life lesson it conveyed was so powerful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's cool. Have you felt like you've been visited by extraterrestrial ever in like your conscious mind? Not in the session, but just like dreams or... I have a handful of situations in my past I could look to with a gaze of suspicion, but anything active awareness or at least anything recent to the point I've started kind of accepting these things, I would say I've not had unconscious experiences with extraterrestrials to a great degree. Most of the events I could point to that make me suspicious were times from my childhood, and unfortunately, childhood tends to put a mystifying gaze over everything. Uh-huh. Yep, it does. Yeah. Wow. No, that's incredible, though. Um, <clears throat> do you have anything you'd like to share that that maybe I'm not touching on? Um, that you really wanted to, to say or talk about? You know, I do want to say, I think it's very important that we're all... Like, I'm seeing more and more as I walk about in my daily life, people who are starting to get used to these kind of ideas or people who are believing them more genuinely. And that was a bit of an oddity while I was growing up. And I think maybe we're starting to see a little bit of a change where people are starting to wake up to 
I don't want to necessarily state the truth, but wake up to maybe life isn't as simply put as we like to pretend it is. Maybe there's more going on behind the scenes than we like to give credit for. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah. I feel like even on, um, you know, platforms like this, like social media way, people are quick to be scared and quick to not listen. I've noticed that. But then there's like this other percentage where they're just, they can't get enough. So it's interesting. Kind of noticed that in the last little bit. So I what do you strongly think there are extraterrestrials out there in the world and I think that maybe they're starting to interact with us but we've always kind of culturally had that idea that if there are extraterrestrials either by humanity's will or by their will we're kind of keeping a little bit of a veil up aren't we? We're kind of making a lack of communication Right I agree and with I've that. always kind of wondered if maybe out there things aren't as they are on Earth. Maybe the idea of a species constantly being at war with each other is an oddity to the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe, maybe there's a good reason that communication is few and far between, but I'm hoping that in the coming times, humanity can prove itself a little bit more, maybe earn some negotiating room. Yes, I really feel like they're going to go to the like regular people first. I feel like it's regular regular people's time. Like it's just average people who are allowed to just have this moment of manifesting something. That's what to me is like, you gotta manifest it because they're like, here you go. This is what it could be, but what are you gonna really see? Um, I've done some meditation for it, and I was amazed what my mind automatically pulled up (laughs) without me really putting much image or, um, you know, someone else's talk into my mind. So I thought at first I was a little nervous, like scared almost, but now it's as time goes, I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be so bad. Um, (laughs) You know, if they did come. Because I was like, oh, that'd be really scary. I actually watched, what was it, Ancient Aliens or something like that on History Channel. And they said, what if they show up? They've done it before in in our ancestry time. So it was like, oh, right. And I actually had a session done on myself and I was, was an Egyptian. And I saw the extraterrestrial come which then at the same time, those were the Atlanteans because that's when the destruction of Atlantis happened. So there was like some gap in the time and the space, you know, parallel life, they could come and they can choose when they needed to pop in. So I thought that was was amazing. Kind of blew my mind. (laughs) It is. All of the experiences we're having and that many people are having right now are absolutely amazing. It's a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think part of that is because it is starting to look like the beginning of a hard time. Mm-hmm. And hard times, although very difficult, sometimes bring out the best in people. And mm-hmm. I think that maybe we'll start to see 
a level of spirituality reawakened within the masses because of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I've. Um, I feel like the type of person I am is I plant these like little seeds in people, and then like weeks later they come back to me and they're like, "Oh, Jen, did you tell me this or did you say that?" And before that, they knew nothing. They wanted no information. So. I think that's incredible how just by saying one little thing or whatever, how it just keeps people, I don't know, planting the seed and then they've thought about it and then they come back and they're like, what is this? <laughs> so It's a um, powerful ability to have. Most people have a sincere level of difficulty trying to communicate anything of the quote unquote hidden lifestyle to anybody. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. I've, I've realized my purpose in life now is to help humanity evolve. That's why I'm here, to be a good person, to uh, put that little bit out there to just regular people. I'm a regular person. I feel like we put too much energy into the doubt and the fear and then the the famous people like we put them too high of a pedestal like they're just so above us that we could never touch them and it's not really true (laughs) but when you don't know how to break it down that's you do actually think it's true yeah yep it is scary sometimes how much michelle we put ourselves in we think we have a binary choice when often there are many many choices in life Yes, I actually um, like to always put out here is that your life is worth it. You are worth being here in this time, in this moment. Um, It's just a really incredible time to be alive. And it's like, if we could just tell people, um, you know, that just like you said, there's options. So if you're in a like a bad situation, you could always choose something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I used to, as a kid, I was introduced to the idea that we might choose what time we're born before our lives. Mm -hmm. And I used to heavily disagree with that sentiment, and I would say a joking line. I would say, you know, if I was going to pick when I'd be born, I'd pick my birth at either the end of civilization or the beginning of a great age. And I used to think that I was in neither. I felt very secure in the kind of mundane world of the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And now that the 2000s have taken a few steps in, I'm starting to see that it might not be so mundane. And I'm starting to really get hopeful that it's the beginning of a glorious age. I feel that way. Yeah. I feel that way definitely because... I've had so many sessions, I think, and I could see the future, and it always looks so bright every time. They'd always want me to see the future because my third eye, I mean, my, it's open. I can see so clear that the practitioners were just so excited because they were like, okay, what are we going to get out of her today? And, um, and I would, they always wanted me to see the future because they only saw like the negative right now. And so it just was heavy on them. And they were like, gosh, we've got to have some light. We've got to have some good. And it always was good. But as I go through life, I, it's 
good. You know, you can look at the bad, but you can always look at the good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yep. I think we immerse ourselves in the bad so that we can appreciate the good. Yes, definitely. I Oh, yes, I know what I was going to tell you is I wanted to... Uh, that's basically like these seven laws. Have you heard of the seven laws? I did not until about two weeks ago. I started um, my level two practitioner for Reiki and I'm learning these seven laws. So law of vibration, law of uh, cause and effect, law of rhythm, those. I don't believe I've heard of them before. But yeah. I'm very interested that they are seven in number. That has heavy spiritual connotations. Uh, yeah, they're not man-made laws. They're universal laws. So I thought that was interesting, too. I hadn't heard of them, so it was uh, just like you said. Um, so that's called law of cause and effect, where we can look at the good or the bad and take out the good. You know, It's how we... I don't have it right in front of me. I'm like still learning it. So, but it's, yeah, that's interesting that you said that about seven. And honestly, that's my favorite number, seven. That's a good number to have. It always has been, ever since I was I mean, like a little kid. If you look back to some of the earlier versions of popular religions, there's such an emphasis on sevens. You had, of course, the seven deadly sins of early Christianity, but they also had seven angels that were representative of seven virtues. Oh, wow. Holy. Wow, I did not realize that. That's so neat. I've, um, today has been, like, so much, um, like I said, my door is wide open, so it's like everything just comes at me that I believe needs to come to me, you know? And that was, that's interesting because I didn't know that. I barely even knew these laws. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you knew a little bit of seven. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. What you just said reminds me of a quote, and I can't for the life of me remember if it was by Carl Jung or not. Uh But the quote, and I'm going to heavily paraphrase it here, said that no matter how few people of like mind are in the world, if they put their nose down and diligently do their work, they will find each other. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great one. Oh, yes. I did not bring my... Um, I'm actually doing my uh, session in my mother-in-law's house because I have my dog. And it's funny because I always feel like when I do any kind of a session or anything like this, it brings in spirits and brings the other side. They're just right there next to us. And my dog gets like sensitive. So he'll either start barking or something. (laughs) Are so attuned to our spiritual, emotional side Mm -hmm. that they, they overreact to the changes that we undergo even in our own heads. I recall uh, last night, actually, I heard some weird noises outside my door at like 3 a.m. and I was getting a little worried. Uh-huh. I looked over to my cat and she is standing on high, high alert. And I checked, there was nothing, but just she responded perfectly to my emotional change that I was freaked out, even though I had given no outward cues that I was. Right. Oh, wow. Just, that's amazing. 
know if it is. Yeah. And I've realized that with my dog because he's older now. And he, so he really knows me and knows <laughs> my, yeah, before I even start my podcast or anything like that, I have to either put him in a whole nother section of the house or, yeah, <laughs> or put him outside. But not today. It's, you know, in West Yellowstone, it's nice and cold today. So. <laughs> Oh, yes. How many feet of snow do you have now? <laughs> so luckily, it has been a beautiful fall. Like we had about 45 degree weather up until now. And today's probably about 35, but um, no snow at all. None. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I am terrified for my trip back up there because I know <laughs> I do not have a driveway sweeping program. Oh, so I'm no. going to have to do a lot of shoveling when I arrive in December. <laughs> not funny yeah good West Yellowstone it's very spiritual so I was listening to one of my meditations and he said West Yellowstone was one of the spiritualist like the most energy place on the planet besides this one place in Hawaii those were the only two places that you could get this um, it's like a rejuvenating energy that our ancestors put here for us and it's still here Interesting. That's what I said, and I, I noticed that both those areas are heavily volcanic areas. That's what Yellowstone I said. Yellowstone being one of the biggest volcanoes in the world, and Hawaii being a set of yeah. active volcanoes. That's right. I thought it was amazing because I just listened to a YouTube channel, and he said that, and I was like, "Oh, that's why my higher self chose to live here." Okay, it knew. Cause see, I grew up in Detroit. So I never thought I was going to move here. And then let, a, let alone, it'd be incredible. I felt ever so blessed that I was able to experience Montana growing up. Yeah. Yeah, it is such a blessing, definitely. Yeah, so um, back to um, what we were talking about, got away from there for a second. Um, what was I sharing? Oh, I wanted to share my dream. Oh my gosh. So I've had back-to-back dreams and they've been so real that I don't forget them. And other dreams, they're just gone. You know, that's when I know that they were like significant. Like something was really trying to tell me uh, something. And uh, I had a lot of things happen to me lately, like negative. So I was like, okay, what am I learning from all that? So like we had family member get really sick from COVID and then we had someone get um, uh, in our family have a stroke. And then I had a couple friends whose parents have died. And so it was just like really heavy stuff. And I um, start doing my meditation more because I'm trying to understand, okay, why am I getting this presented to me? And uh, I had this dream that the greys, extraterrestrial greys came to me and they (laughs) showed me their ship. And then when they did that, they uh, had this little um, triangle shaped ship come down close to me from the mothership. And when they did that, I was excited. I was like, oh, finally they're here. And I said that. And as I did that, they like 
put their energy so close to me that from my ear down to like my chest was the sharpest pain I had in my life. And I like woke up from that sharp pain. And Dave's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? It was crazy. I wasn't scared, but isn't that amazing that happened? They, that is amazing. So it was just too intensive an energy? That's what I'm thinking. And it went away, um, subsided probably about a half an hour after I got out of that. I like had to walk around and like get fresh air and stuff. And, um, and then I was better. But holy moly. Like, I can't even believe that happened to me. It was really a dramatic... (laughs) It really was. It made me realize that I wasn't prepared for their arrival or for me to greet them or see them or whatever. Um, That their energy was too high for me. It was way too high. That's very humble of you to come out with because it's it's very easy to learn about these things and then think that we're we're good enough we're good enough to go out there and be everything but we were raised as humans we've been part of this culture and we might have some conditioning to unlearn before we're going out there i agree with that and actually i'm on that journey right now to break my old habits i was um in one of my sessions they told me that i was brainwashed not brainwashed but like um wired kind of brainwashed you know you're just like you said and you're trying to unwire that old habits and it's quite the challenge it just is they're in there you've taken your whole life to make you know to that point and so yeah. mm-hmm. and we're a very social species and we spread our habits cultural norms and expectations with deadly efficiency to the point that I worry it might cause us harm at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely know what you mean. Um, yeah, we're... <laughs> Lost my train of thought there. This bird. So, you know, it's windy here and these windows are really big. Um, and the ravens are just, they're phenomenal. They are just like amazing little birds. But he's hes like dancing in the wind. It's just like he's soaring around and then he's hovering and then he gets blown away. Then he comes back through and that just made me lose my train of thought. So sorry. It's quite all right. I've seen them do that up there in the wind. It's a good yeah. metaphor though because they're flying against the wind but they're not backing down either. And at some point, they find a nice equilibrium to just hover. That's right. That's, yep. That's, yeah. And then that makes me realize, like, the other side, you know, they're always, like, trying to say, hey, hi, here I am. Um, And I, you know, when birds and things like that get presented, that makes me go, oh, they're just saying hi, or that's someone from the other side, or whatever. I've had a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's cool. Um, Have you read any of Dolores' books at all? I have read a little bit. I'd say about half of the book that Dave loaned me that I believe was written by Dolores Cannon. And what one was that one? It was, I believe, Jesus and the Essenes. Oh yeah, that one was really incredible. Yeah, so she. 
I can't remember the name of the girl who was going through the sessions, but it was very interesting to learn about the Essenes' way of life. Yeah. She, uh, so what she does is gives you the true um, storyline, but she changes the people, like the names and stuff, because she just tries to protect the person and whatever. So sometimes it's a guy and she'll just say it's a girl. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting too. Um, her daughter, actually, I follow her, Julia, and uh, she's the one that said that. So I was like, oh, because I thought for sure too. I thought, wow, because some people um, would comment and say they weren't even true stories, you know, but that wasn't the truth either. They were very, it was very true. She would just get these certain people and then really tap into them they just were really like super connected super in tuned and they could they got sometimes they'd help her with like two or three books she wrote 19 so i thought that was incredible that's quite a lot to read through <laughs> yeah i've i've read 12 books and that's why i was like oh i wondered if you read any but that's okay i mean it's not that big of a deal i just thought i'd ask you but um what else was i gonna say um, I think that's really, unless you have anything, I just kind of just thought we would talk and whatever. I'm open well, I do that. want to thank you again for the session. This day, it, it's thank still you. having an impact on me as I go through my day-to-day life and make my choices. That's so cool. Yeah. In fact, I'm sure there's some choices I've been presented with in the last year, year and a half that without that session, I probably would have made different choices that I might have regretted. Yeah. Um, I remember in one of your sessions, you talked about um, the, I don't know if you remember, but like the grizzly bears and it's okay to go in the forest. And here in West Yellowstone, there's grizzly bears. This is where they live. And, um, and then that one guy got practically eaten by the grizzly. And I was like, okay, note to self, don't go in the forest. It's so I, I just I vaguely I remember the part you were talking about yeah. with the thing and I think that unfortunately it was quite literal in that what I was trying I think to communicate to myself yeah. is that you have to accept that life is full of danger and that if you keep hiding in strict lines of safety you're only ever going to experience a fractal part of reality the rest of it's out there waiting but there's no guarantee of safety when you go into it but in reality a guarantee of safety is a false notion anyway they don't really exist for us in the first place so in that regard it's better to take some risks and learn about life than stay hobbled up and never explore that's amazing Noah. literally after i left the bank after like 10 years I was like or you know just being in the work industry for 17 years I was like okay I'm gonna do something on my own and then when I did that it just set me in this like stage of like oh I can't go out there I could get hurt someone could take me and I just like got all in my head like that and I did that for the you know even though I was learning quantum healing I still did that for until now and just now am I like no I'm going to fly across country to Florida, 
no virus is going to hold me back. No one's going to hold me back. No thinking, you know, everyone's been pushing this trafficking. And I'm like, you guys quit creating your manifesting at the same time too, because we're so powerful. We say things and they're happening. So I just, it was just like, wow. Just in that very moment, I was like, yep, that's me. I I needed that message too, because I can tend to be a hermit and not do my thing. And I really actually love getting out there and doing stuff. Yep. You got to live life how you want to live it. Otherwise, you're wasting your one time here. Right. Yep. I thought about that and I told told Dave that because he's worried that I'll just be traveling and I'll leave him. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to leave you. I just need to do me because I started having my family so young, I didn't have a chance to like grow when I was younger. It was just like school and then family and now. And now it's like, I have the opportunity to grow. I don't have little, little kids anymore. And you know, so it's, for me, it's the perfect time is how I feel. What better time? And we can always, we can always explore a balance of level-headedness and talking when we go out. We don't have to make every leap giant. That's right. And that's basically how I've done it. And it's just been really mellow. But, like, I know my next big goal after this is um, to open up a holistic center. And that way people can actually get self-healing and you can actually put them on a program and they really can get self-healing and succeed. And then to me, that's helping humanity. And then guess what? When they pass away and they go into their new body, (laughs) they're going to evolve. And it's what a blessing. To me, that makes me so happy. I think that's a great work to do for the world. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I really... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just saying you're welcome. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and what better place than West Yellowstone? Dave thought it was not going to work, but I'm like, honestly, we had close to 5 million people this year um, that I wasn't really worried about that. I was like, you know, if I promote myself enough, people would be trying to get a session and, and experience, you know, Yellowstone. I agree. Yellowstone is a very spiritual area, and I think there's room for more of a spiritualist kind of industry in town. Not industry, mm-hmm. I hate that word, but a spiritual network in the town. Yeah, and um, there is a few uh, other practitioners in town as far as acupuncture and um, massage therapists and yoga and meditation, but they're all separated. And I thought, wow, what amazing thing if we were all together. And then you offer a program and then people can really and you don't have to even be in pre- uh, besides doing what I do, um, you don't have to be in person. A lot of it can be remote, you know. I imagine that might be a little bit tricky with acupuncture, but I agree. That's a good oh, idea. Oh, yeah, and actu- acupuncture. I forgot about that. Yeah, this guy just moved into town, and he's um, a great, uh, great guy. He actually lived where he just did veterans always. That was all he ever did acupuncture for, which I thought was... That's incredible. I was like, wow, what a, what a nice, that's a good thing. Good target because those guys, 
probably have a lot of heaviness on them. Yeah. Indeed. Yep. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think it's a wonderful idea. Yeah, I'm excited. I kind of started doing my Reiki. Oh, I know what I was going to say is the symbols. Have you seen the Reiki symbols? Reiki, I'm not as familiar with as I am Western spiritual systems. It's amazing. So we have seven main chakras in our body, and um, that's what Reiki does. Is it's um, universal life force, and we use our hands. It's like what Jesus did when he went around and healed everyone. He used Reiki, and it's just through our hands, and we actually, it's our born-given right to know it because we were actually meant to be able to heal ourselves along our lifetime. But we lost that ability or of knowledge, I guess you would say knowledge. Lost that. Yeah. I learned it and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to share? Um... No, I think that would be it for the awesome. moment. Thank do you, you wanna... so much for having me on your podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you ever want to do another one. I mean, if you end up thinking of something later, another time, and we could focus on it and, um, yeah, put another one out there. Certainly. Great. I'd love great. to. Great. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, then, have a great day, and, um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, and... Everyone have a good day. Thank you. Okay, bye now.